0: <ulares> in S.B.S. Shalom, Australia. We'll start with uh, what's happening, the protests in Israel, and uh, what the Australian reaction is from the Jewish leaders. As mass protests in Israel against the governing coalition's judicial reforms entered their ninth straight week, the Jewish and Zionist communal leadership of Australia this week issued a historically rare call for an Israeli government to change course. Joining forces, the public entreaty to the Israeli government by the Executive Council of Australian Jewry and the Zionist Federation of Australia, issued in English and in Hebrew, it urged Benjamin Netanyahu's governing coalition to embrace genuine dialogue over highly controversial changes planned for the country's judicial system and also over proposed legislation affecting pluralism and the law of return. The statement made headlines in Israel alongside appeals from other world Jewish communities as Israeli protests surged, some 160,000 people demonstrating in Tel Aviv alone this past weekend and Israeli expats and Australian Jews holding rallies in Melbourne. The Australian Jewish community is a deeply Zionist community, the statement from ICAGE President Gillian Segal and Zionist Federation of Australia President Jeremy Liebler began. It continued, We celebrate Israel's successes and achievements, and we defend Israel against the irrational hatred that is sadly increasingly pervasive throughout the world. And we recognised and respect that being in the diaspora, we have different rights. However, the statement said, it is from this position of unconditional love and connection that we express our serious concern at the governing coalition's proposals to make fundamental changes to the relationship between the Knesset and the judiciary with undue haste and in the absence of broad based public support. The statement also added... We we view with deep concern other proposals in relation to religious pluralism and the law of return that risk damaging Israel's precious and unique relationship with diaspora Jewry. And we call on the governing coalition to heed the call from Israeli President Isaac Herzog for genuine dialogue based on his five principles for judicial reform and to pause all of these controversial proposals so that constructive dialogue can occur and a national consensus can begin to emerge.
1: We're talking to Shane Ziatnik, a senior journalist at Australian Jewish News, and you're listening to SBS Shalom Australia with nitzel Lowenstein. Shane, Malkalifer's trial continues in Melbourne and two charges were dropped.
0: Yes, uh, former Dust Israel School principal Mark Aleifer will no longer stand trial on two charges the County Court of Victoria heard this week. She was acquitted of two counts of committing an indecent act with a 16 or 17 year old child. The charges involve allegations she inappropriately touched or kissed one of the complainants, Ellie Sapa, ahead of a school play in December 2006. Now that date December 2006 is important because although the legislation on those two charges against life are based, come into law, came into law on December 1, 2006, they cannot be applied retroactively. So Judge Mark Gamble told the court that the jury would not be able to find beyond a reasonable doubt that, that, the, that the, those alleged offences occurred on or after that date. However, the trial of LIFA on the remaining 27 charges will continue. In closing arguments were scheduled to start on Wednesday and the jury possibly retiring to consider its verdict as soon as uh, next week. So we'll have to see what happens with that.
1: Yes, we are following this trial with uh, great interest. Well, I'm talking about... Uh the law and trials that three football fans have become the very first in Australia to be charged of public display of Nazi symbols.
0: That's right. The New South Wales police have been investigating allegations of hate crimes committed by a few Sydney United 58 football fans during last year's Australia Cup final against MacArthur held at Sydney's Combeck Stadium, and following an extensive review of broadcast and CCTV footage from the match, uh, which captured fans performing Nazi salutes and waving offensive flags and banners, three men were charged under the offence of knowingly displaying a Nazi symbol without excuse. A 24-year-old man, a 44-year-old man, and a 45-year-old man, all from Western Sydney, will appear in Parramatta local court on April 19, and they face uh, a maximum penalty of 12 months imprisonment and or an $11,000 fine if they are found guilty. And, of course, the New South Wales Jewish Board of Deputies was instrumental in getting this new legislation passed in New South Wales. The President, David Ossip said we welcome a strong and swift action taken by New South Wales Police and Football Australia following these vile incidents. And we hope these charges serve as a warning to all that displaying a Nazi symbol in New South Wales is not only abhorrent, but it's now illegal. And of course, Victoria is the only other state in Australia that has already passed a similar law uh, that bans the public display of Nazi symbols.
1: I think Western Australia is also planning to do that. I don't think it passed the parliament yet, but it's really interesting. This is a test case to see how the court or the justice system will treat this display of Nazi symbols in public because it's against the law in New South Wales. And we are talking to Shane Diziatnik, senior journalist at Australian Jewish News, and you are listening to SBS Shalom Australia. Shane, Monash University in Melbourne has become the latest university to adopt the International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance, the IHRA, working definition of anti-Semitism.
0: Yes, and the Jewish News understands that uh, staff were informed of the decision on Tuesday And the university has also adopted a definition of Islamophobia as part of a new anti-racism policy. Monash University follows the Uni of Melbourne, Macquarie University, Sunshine Coast Uni and the University of Wollongong in adopting the IRA definition.
1: And it's interesting that the Greens are actually actively fighting against it. And MP Josh Burns slammed the Greens for the continued opposition to the IHRA.
0: Yes, he was very strong on this in in Parliament. Uh, He moved a motion reaffirming the House of Representatives' commitment to the definition. And uh, Burns, uh, of course, is a co-chair of the Parliamentary Friends of IRA. He cited several of its examples, which he said were straightforward, but apparently not for the Greens. He said, one cannot call for aiding or justifying the killing or harming of Jews. You cannot make mendacious, dehumanizing, demonizing or stereotypical allegations about Jews, such as the power of Jews as a collective, he said. Another example in the definition is you cannot mention a myth about a world Jewish conspiracy, or Jews controlling the media, economy, government, or other society issues. He gave uh, even more examples, and he says it clearly sets out in the definition that being critical of Israel is not anti-Semitic, and nor does the definition shut down debate or limit freedom of speech. So he said it sits uh, uncomfortably with me that the Greens presume to know more about the manifestations of anti-Semitism than the Jewish community themselves. And he added, it's unfathomable to imagine the Greens or anyone else imposing their own definition of racism on any other minority in this country. Yet they do this to the Jewish
1: community. Shane Disziatnik, a senior journalist at Australian Jewish News. Thank you so much and have a great week.